day nine, and my sinuses are still fucked. Alas, I cannot now finish the work that I need to finish, including visuals, new music, content writing I'm doing as well. Um, oh, and yeah, getting showreel scenes sorted, because I'm going back into acting. Well, that's my aim anyway. So, I like, you know, I've got shit I want to be doing right now. This whole, like, sit on your ass and recover thing is just not really... I'm in the middle of therapy as well. I've just started therapy. It's like, oh, doing the right thing. And then all of a sudden, no, you can't leave the house for nine days. Well, nine days and counting. And my left ear, I can't hear anything. It's mad. I hope that comes back because that fucks me for life if it doesn't. But I literally can't hear anything in my left ear right now. But anyway, moving swiftly on. Because, you know, I'm doing another podcast in a week because uh, I'm really fucking bored, as I've said before. And it's the only thing that makes me feel like I'm being productive. So, in essence, that's what I'm doing. I just want to talk about Adele. That woman. Like, I've stayed up the last two nights watching (laughs) clips of the CBS stuff on repeat. And, like, crying, like, profusely. Like, just... Oh my god, I just love her. And do you know what? <laughs> I shit you not, my friends are going to rip me for this, yeah? Because they're like, what the fuck are you on about? But this is a true story. A taxi driver in LA, I got into the cab, he's like, oh my god, are you Adele? So that's a true story. Like, me and Adele are slightly twinning. And I, I, I know people are going to be like, like, I spoke to family members about it as well, who have both all said, like, nah, Sue, like, stop chatting shit. I'm like, listen look at her it's like looking at the rich version of me no one now she's blonde and shit do you mean but anyway anyway moving swiftly on i uh i actually want to talk about something that isn't adele related although this kind of plays into it because you know i have adhd and if i'm fixated on something it's very hard for me to tear myself away from it so it explains a lot why you know, that I Drink Wine song by Adele, like, I literally was sobbing, like, sobbing, sobbing, like, dutty crying, right, and fucking, (laughs) I love it, like, I literally feel like she, like, reached into my chest and just, like, just sung everything that I'm feeling, like, that's why I was so addicted to, like, watching it over and 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 over, you get the point, ad infinitum, but, like, Literally, I've spent two nights up until 5am watching that video on repeat. Two nights, and like when I'm supposed to be resting. Two fucking nights of no sleep because I'm just watching Adele on repeat. Like, So this brings me on to what I really want to be talking about, which is ADHD in females and how it presents itself. Because there's a lot of, I guess, aesthetic going on at the moment where people will claim it and not necessarily like, you know, have it or know what it really is or just have aspects of it because we all have some kind of attention deficit just because of the the time we're living in but I think like there's a vast difference so I just want to talk about like my experiences growing up because this might be useful for other women out there that aren't sure whether they are or not and like it's so because it's so like people easily associate it with like hyperactive boys for instance or like unruly men or boys or whatever teenage boys like they never actually 
associate it with with women and that all is ingrained in in the patriarchal structure again the idea that women are seen and not heard and you know that they're a lot quieter and a lot less rambunctious than men and all of this shit so it's all again rooted in systemic prejudice and misinformation so i just want to talk about my experiences i mean me from the, my earliest earliest memories and a lot of this was induced by trauma but in a sense of like i used to have to come up with code words in my head because i'd have so many different thoughts and so many different worries usually relating to one person but you know it wasn't just that like i any anxiety or any worry that i had in my head um about things that could potentially happen to me i would have to come up with a code word in my mind that was representative of the solution to that problem that could arise because my brain would just bounce around different ideas and fears and worries constantly that the only way that i could appear and present like i was functioning like a normal child which for some reason was very important to me i i could never never show weakness i was obsessed with not showing weakness and like even though i don't know where the fuck that came from i think i do but it's like just my brain the only way i could cope with certain things was to compartmentalize which means that a lot of my early brain processes were fo- were formulated on the basis of cortisol on the basis of that kind of hectic energy right which is why it's not necessarily just a nature or a nurture thing it kind of um is a bit of both i think so then in school you know i would i would kind of always um gravitate towards those who were uh, who were badly behaved because i found it kind of quite painful i think is the only way to describe it like painful to concentrate like if i'm if i'm really i mean adhd is caused by a serotonin deficiency in some senses so well in all senses i don't really know the, the chemical technicalities of it but if i'm not hyper infused or like stimulated to the nth degree which is what you know um acting or music does for me because i'm i'm in it you know so i'm just completely all consumed by it but if i'm not if i'm not i literally can't help it i will just drop off my focus will just drop off if i'm not interested it's really hard for me to focus and um painful it's not just hard it's actually it physically hurts like and people don't really understand it because you're kind of like there and it's like your insides are writhing so the only way I can describe it like I remember different situations where I've been doing like drama workshops or in like school situations or wherever I've been you know if I'm not up on stage and it's no reflection on you know on anyone who's performing or teacher or anything else like it's nothing to do with them it's literally if I'm not and it sounds narcissistic it sounds like oh if you're not the center of attention but it's not that like my whole body needs to be on the move and doing and act like active in that sense whether that's through music through acting or i kind of like just sink and retreat into myself like on a mad level and like only people who really have adhd understand that they they can only really get that like cuz it looks rude it looks like i'm just like I'm not interested or whatever and an element of you know it's not being disinterested it's just like it's so hard to describe it's chemical it's chemical 
it's chemical I have to be fucking wholly immersed into something to be able to focus and like people don't get that they just think you're being ignorant or egotistical or whatever and that's not the case at all like you know it's just not and I remember kind of then in school like academic school just being um just like I was I was isolated from most of my classes and had to go and sit outside either the, the what they called the key stage office or the um the headmaster's office to, to do my work because I would just argue with teachers. I'd be pressed on something and they would just push my buttons and I would push theirs and then you'd have to get like five senior staff members to come out and get me to get me out of the room because I'd refuse to move. Like because I don't, I think in hindsight, I can see that like, I was incredibly frustrated. And I was frustrated because no one really got the fact that this was ADHD. No one really understood the fact that a lot of the behaviours that I was exhibiting weren't things that I could actually help. They just saw me as a bright student who was being a shit, you know, or maybe had stuff going on at home, as opposed to actually being like, you know, this girl needs genuine help and support and assistance. But then in the end, and this is where it all worked out, because I remember Scooter Braun talking about it when they tried to, when they died, well, they stuck the diagnosis on him and, and his parents were like, well, my son's not going on Ritalin or whatever. You know, he's just, they just called him lazy and all the rest of it. And, um, and he said it was the best thing that could have happened to him. And I can, it's not to begrudge anyone that goes on Ritalin or does anything else, but I completely relate to what he's saying there because... I learned to navigate in ways that other people just won't because I've had to always work around this shit without any real help for it. So, you know, for instance, when I was isolated from my classes and and stuck outside a head teacher's office to do my work, I literally got A's. Like, I came out of that school with straight A's, more or less. Like, because I taught myself. I taught myself the entire textbook. I knew things that my friends didn't know. And that's not like braggy shit. That's literally just what happened. It's what I had to do. And how I learned better. By being on my own. You know, and, and that's like... That's what it is. And so I think anyone out there, like female especially, who feels that they might have an element of ADHD or whatever, or some kind of deficit, or is on the spectrum in some respect don't see it as like something that's like held you back in life because I understand that you know I there would have been times where I'd have liked people to have been a little bit more understanding a bit more like gracious and helpful and less judgmental and like you know not clapping to get my attention back and all this shit you know like I would I would really have appreciated that people having a deeper understanding but at the same time it's given me a superpower it's given me the ability to like navigate so many different things and see things in like so many different ways and notice things that other people don't notice like and be a good friend like a better friend like that like I will sense when someone is unhappy and I mean it like not in a oh my god look at my superpower kind of way I mean like I know I don't even have to be in a room with someone to know when a friend of mine is unhappy like it's hyperintuitiveness and like I love that I love it. It's sometimes a burden in a, in some ways, but when you really, like, do you care about people, it really does bring out the best in you in that sense because you can just sense something is off and and it's, it's an intuition that I think gets developed through 
through having to navigate so many different paths and avenues and nerve endings and you know what I mean shit going on in your own mind and and feeling lost I mean I'm not a pie chart kind of person when it comes to my business or anything else like or my music or I don't sit down and plan out or tally chart releases or do anything like this I prefer to move through like cloudiness with that you know what I mean I prefer to feel my way through things because it just gives me added added motivation in the end I can't even describe if it if it's motivation it gives me an added edge in that way you know because you're running from instinct and yes you the good thing then is you having people around you who are more practical and who can do the logistics because that way you don't get overwhelmed but like if you do have ADHD or you believe that you have something that's like inhibiting in that sense don't see it as a limitation trust me because I know how frustrating it can be especially when people really don't get it you know and people make assumptions about you that aren't true while you're suffering while you're in pain you know that's not nice but it really is a gift like it really fucking is and I'm just realizing this more and more like I'm a lot I'm a lot but I'm not um you know I'm either a lot or I'm uber quiet like I'm one of one of the two and ultimately some people won't be able to deal with that and that's fine you know that is fine that really is like I'm completely comfortable with the fact that I don't want anyone around me who finds me overwhelming or underwhelming. Like, just take me as I am. Which leads me back to that fucking Adele song, okay? Oh my God, those lyrics that, like, everybody wants something, you just want me. Like, everybody wants something from me, you just want me. Like, and fucking... Oh my God, that song. That song was godly. I Like, that song really was godly. That whole setting was godly. That was divine. I'm just... I need to go and watch it again. <laughs> I need to go and watch the video again. I'm not even... I'm not even joking. I am going to finish up this podcast and go and watch the video again. Fuck. But, you know, like I said, it's a superpower, so... <laughs> let's take the positives. <laughs>